Welcome to T-Radio. During these shows, I will have several different co-hosts on different subjects from love, crystals, chakras, angels, and even star beings. I will also bring in guests with conversations on the metaphysical and spiritual world. If you are a psychic, healer, tarot, oracle, card reader, etc., and you would like to be a guest on my show, or I would love to be a guest on your show, or if you just want to keep up with upcoming shows and events, just head on over to my website at tessalunaluvia.com and click on radio shows. I will also put the link in the description below. I would love to connect with you. Now on to the show. Welcome back to another episode of All About Love with T and Amber. In these shows, we discuss different types of relationships and some of the problems that come with them. Today, we will be talking about forgiveness in relationships, and our question for today is, does forgiveness mean forgotten? Let's find out. Okay, so Amber, we've all been in a relationship where the other person has quote-unquote screwed up cheated, done whatever has made us to the point to where we feel like it's break-up-able worthy, sometimes we take them back. And why do we do that? Because statistics will say they'll do it all over again. So let's start with two people dating, okay? We'll, We'll go into different instances. Okay, so for the first instance, okay, let's say somebody meets their partner at like a bar anywhere and let's say that they start to date each other one-on-one and a month later she finds out that he was also dating somebody while he was dating her. Now this happens a lot. The other person feels betrayed and feels like because they were solely dating you they figured you were solely dating them. Now this is what I like to call miscommunication but Is this enough to forgive and go on with that person? You know, that is a very good question. And that is a very hard question to answer because that question actually has more than one answer. It depends on what the couple has spoken about within this first month. Now, dating only for a month, we're still getting to know one another. Did he say... I am not dating anyone else. And he lied. That is kind of a warning. Now, if they didn't communicate about having somebody else dating more than one person, which is actually more common than you think. (laughs) I believe nowadays sometimes people do date more than one because they're not serious about dating and they just want to have some fun. Did he communicate that to her? So let's just say he did not. Let's just say he made it like she was the only one in his life and that they're getting to know each other and maybe she found out he was dating somebody else. I would say if she was to forgive him, doesn't necessarily mean he has a free pass. Forgiveness does not mean a free pass. The reason why people forgive is to let go of their own anger and frustrations to help them start to move on. 
would you move on from this tea? Would you still date him and give him another shot? Now, I'm like you, Amber. I'm like if we're both dating, and let's say it's for three months, because that, that sounds like an, a reasonable amount of time. Let's say it's like for three months, and I'm waiting on him to call me when he gets off work, and he's supposed to come over, and we're going to watch a movie, and I'm under the assumption that he is spending time with me and only talking to me. Now, if he has never said that to me and I'm just assuming that and then I find out that he's been dating other girls besides me, I think that I could forgive that only because I now would make a clear communication to say, okay, Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I was assuming. Maybe I should have asked. So right now, at this moment, let's get some clear communication going. Are we going to be together solely <clears throat> just me and you or not? And then we'll go from there. If we start talking and he's telling me you're everything I've ever wanted and I, I could never, you know, date anybody else and he's really acting like it's serious whether he says it or not. If his actions and his words are basically lying to me saying that I'm basically the only one, then I probably would break up and move on because that is not something that I could deal with because that means your actions speak louder than your words, which means your words are worthless, which means they'd mean nothing later on. So I don't know. I'm like you. It would depend on if there was clear communication or not. Exactly. And um, that's what I believe, too, because if he decides he wants to have some fun. He's not really interested in a solid commitment. He wants to go out and have a few girls. Then that is his prerogative. However, if you don't want that, at the beginning of the relationship, I, I highly advise everybody who I counsel in relationship issues, you've got to set down some ground rules and communication early, especially if you go past the mark and it's beginning to be a sexual relationship you want to have a safe sexual relationship you want to make sure your partner is not going out and, and having sex with other people you want to be safe communicate that definitely okay so i'm like you amber you know in that sense okay so let's go for another instance let's say that you've been dating for six months to a year and in your mind as a woman or a man you're thinking maybe engagement is the next step and Amber's like after six months tea girl calm down but look <laughs> if I give you six months of my time you better put a ring on it I'm just saying that's me but let's say six months to a year, to be fair, for everybody out there who's not <laughs> ready to jump the broom like me. But let's just say it's been, okay, we'll say a year. Let's say it's been a year, and you've been steady dating, and, and you really have the communication, even if it's unspoken, that you're dating each other. You spend all your time together. You're not married. You're not engaged, but you spend all your time together, and there's that unspoken spokenness that we all know that if you know you're at my house every night we together okay 
So what about then you find out that they've been talking to somebody, ex, ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend, or, or, and they're just friends, Amber. Let's do the quotations. <laughs> they're just friends, Amber. You know how that works. So what about then? Can you get past it then? Because you're not engaged. You haven't even talked about marriage. So even though you're still dating, there's that thought in your mind that you are definitely together. This is going to lead to somewhere. What about if that other person cheats then? Or just it doesn't even have to be cheating. It could just be something that is just, in your eyes, unforgivable. Like me talking to your ex, running your ex to the grocery store, unforgivable. But that's me. So then what, Amber? Then can you forgive? Then can you go on? And if you do, how are you going to get past that in order to get like to the marriage stage? Oh, that is a good question, T. Now, if you're, let's say it was us women with a man who is, we find out just now after a year, he still has communication with his wife, ex-wife, ex-girlfriend. Um, clearly, he has unfinished business or feelings with her. Because after a year of being separated from his ex, he should be moving on, ready to have this relationship with you. Now, is this forgivable or not? Well, it is hard to say. I would not want to marry anybody who still has unfinished business or feelings with a past lover of any sort. Now, if he had children with her and didn't tell you, or he still has feelings for her, he can't let her go, that is not okay. That is not forgivable in my eyes because that means he's not fully communicating with me about his current situation. He made me feel like he was ready to move on and have a good life with me. But if he's still communicating with his ex, there's unfinished feelings and business there. And he's not telling me the truth about it. You know how I am, T. I don't like being let on. Do not lead me on at all. Because that, to me, is unforgivable. Tell me the truth. You made a good point, though, Amber, when you talked about kids. How many relationships out there is it after the age of 25 where the other person doesn't have at least one child? It's so hard to trust somebody that has children with a woman that they were with for a very long time because it's always going to be in the back of your mind, are they going to spark another relationship? Are they going to be friends with benefits just because they have children? So you want to start the relationship very open and understanding and sometimes it is purely platonic, and he goes and gets his kids and comes back, and everything's wonderful. But what about the man, Amber, or woman, that goes to their ex's house to, quote, unquote, see the kids, but he sees them at the house for hours at a time? What about then? That is a good question. Now, this happens of course, when a man or a woman has children and maybe he, because it's convenient, goes over to his ex's house because maybe the children live with her and he plays with them, plays Xbox, 
maybe have dinner with them to see his children in the ex's house. Oh, dear. What kind of relationship do you have with this man? Is it trustworthy? Or do you not trust him to be in that house with his ex and the children for hours on end? You're going to have to ask yourself when you meet him, do I want a relationship with this man who sometimes has to go to his ex's house to see his children, you know, no matter how many children he has, one or four, it doesn't matter. Do you want that? If you don't, if you already know you're not going to trust him, then don't date him because you're already planting seeds of mistrust in the relationship. Maybe he's not doing anything other than playing games or doing homework with his children. If he's not with this woman and he's only trying to be a good father, then that, that to me is wonderful. But you're going to have to ask yourself, do you want to try a relationship with this man who sometimes has to do this? I have been in that situation multiple times. <laughs> and so the, the few times that I have been married, they've each had children. So I've always had to go through this. But for me... If I, let's say I was to meet somebody right now and they had children, I don't think I would ever do it again because for me, I think that because of my past relationships and having to deal with all that and the mistrust and the things that did happen, I don't think I would be able to deal with that. He could be a very good man, but I think that that would be too much for me. So... I think I would move on. But see, here's the thing, though, Amber. What about somebody that you've been dating, and then they find out after a year of you and him dating, because this is something you would not put up with. It's not for you. You're not looking for something like that, okay? But let's say after a year of dating, somebody comes forward and said, yeah, I had his baby six months ago. They do a DNA, it's his child, and now you're put in the exact position that you didn't want to be in. He hasn't cheated on you, but now you did not want to be with somebody that had a child, and now you're in love with somebody who just found out that now he has to deal with a child. What would you do? Ooh, that is a hard situation to be in. So, of course, you're saying this man, you know, had a child with a woman before we were together. I would ask him right out. I, I would tell him, I don't want to be involved with somebody who has a child. What are you going to do? I would hear him out first. Obviously, if he's the father, the DNA test confirms it. What is he going to do? Is he going to be a good father to this child? Um, but obviously, now he has baggage. He has to be in another woman's life, dating or not. And I understand some women don't like that. That is why sometimes even men don't want to have date a woman that has children from another relationship because they're always going to be in their ex's lives in one way or another. And sometimes people just cannot handle dating somebody like that. So even though you were in love and looking toward marriage, you would still, you think, be able to walk away from that without regret? Because honestly, I think I could. Even though 
it's not his fault, even though it was before we met. I, I think that for me, I couldn't handle it because of past experience. Does that make it the guy's fault? No. But I would not want to put somebody in a serious relationship with me knowing that I would constantly have problems, and I don't want to be that problem between him and his new child. So I would probably back out of the relationship, you know, and some people think that that's bad. Oh, it's not the child's fault. Oh, you shouldn't, you know, uh, reprimand him because he's had a child that he didn't know about, and now you're going to leave him. But everybody needs to understand this. We should never sit here and live our lives and, and do everything in our life depending upon another person. Now, for children, that's another thing. I'm talking about grown adults trying to have relationships. I would never circle and encompass my life around another person. Like, I would never sit there and go, okay, I'm going to destroy my life and destroy myself and my inner emotions and be a chaotic, freaky mess every single day just so I don't hurt this guy. Well, me acting crazy and jealous and acting a fool and that's not hurting him. So see, in my mind, I would rather spare us both and walk away because that's what's best for me because I know in the long run, I'm going to hurt him anyway just by the way I'm going to act over it because I can't deal with it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely, T. And you're being very honest about your situation. And everybody has uh, their own needs and desires in a relationship. You know you cannot be in a relationship if he has a child with somebody else that he has to be in this ex's life as well. Um, it doesn't mean he has a romantic relationship with his ex, but still, that woman is always going to be in his life. Everybody has make-it-or-break-it rules for what they're looking for. That man uh, is going to have to raise the child, be there for birthdays. What about Christmas? What about other holidays? Hanukkah? Whatever his beliefs are. He may not always be with you if he has to be with that child sometimes. And it's not about being selfish and talking about sharing because we don't even know what type of person that ex-woman, what if she's the type that will make his life a living hell? What if she's the type that will try to get in between your relationship with him? You know, what if he starts to bring over the child to your house and she comes over, I don't want your girlfriend involved with our son and da, 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 da. There are women who are act like that. And I've, so, I've been yeah. in those positions for sure. You know, I've, I've been in positions where I was raising the other child. So, you know, so that for me would not work. So, so before everybody's like, oh, you know, I would take care of that child, love it as my own. I've done that multiple times. I've been there. I've done that. I've been stepmommy. I've done everything for that child. And now because me and daddy didn't work out, I'm walking away not just from the dad, but the child that I help raise. So it's like losing a child. So to me, that is not something I would want to experience again and wouldn't. And so that's me, though. Other people could probably deal with that. So that type of something I could forgive, but I would probably walk away. So And somebody else might be able to forgive it, 
and deal with it if, you know, but for me, I've been there and done that. So I would never be able to do that again. Okay, so Amber, let's move on to the big marriage. Oh, my God, this has ruined my marriages. This is why my marriages didn't work out, people. But let's move on to the marriage. Now you're married. This man or woman is perfect for you. You've been married, let's say, and we'll take this to different, because it does make a big difference, but let's say you've been married two years, and he cheats on you, and you find out, and it doesn't matter with who, it doesn't, it could be, it could be a best friend, it could be an ex, it could be a stranger off the street, the fact is that he cheated. Okay, now he cheated, Amber. Now what do you do? You've been married for two years. You have a home together. You have things that you share together. You share the bills together, the cars together. Your life has been combined into one. And you know that if you walk away, all of that is over. Now you got to find another place to live. Now you got, or he does, but you're definitely going to split apart. So is that something you can forgive? If it's the very first time, and, and this is what makes me mad when girls say, it only, it's the only first time, okay, okay, so let's do that. It's the very first time he's never done it before that she's aware of or that he's aware of. Now what, Amber? Two years into the marriage, you would think you will know by now how to communicate with each other. But if he is, seeking out other women, and uh, having uh, a sexual relationship with these women. Wow, clearly something is going on. People cheat for different reasons. Um, clearly it's a sign that your relationship is not working. Some men and women cheat because uh, they just want fulfillment. You know, they think they can do it behind your back and you're not going to find out. But cheating also is a sign of other issues in the marriage or relationship if you're not married. Uh, would I forgive him? Uh, I would forgive him for myself uh, because in this situation, if I had somebody who cheated on me within a two-year marriage, I would forgive him not for him but for myself to save my anger and to help me start processing the betrayal. And yes, I would leave him. Because he should have known by now that if he had an issue or something was going on, he could have talked to me about it. And clearly, instead of talking things over with the wife, he just wanted to go out with another woman. Well, fine. But the marriage is over, in my opinion. Right. I agree with that, because that's exactly what I did. I left. I left. I was done. So, okay. So let's talk about, and let's go a little further in it. Let's talk about when you have children in the mix and then the husband or the wife cheats and now you have to deal with the children. Oh, and let me hit on this for a minute. Um, let, let's talk about this. I know that when you get cheated on, because I've, I've been there multiple times like we've talked about, but I know I always felt it was my fault. I was too fat. I was too ugly. I didn't wear my hair a certain way. I didn't wear makeup that day. I'm now wearing, you know, shorts around the house instead of a skirt. And I, I made it all about me and my fault. And I feel like sometimes, well, most of the time, that the other person thinks it is their fault 
when their partner cheats. And I find that especially when you have children in the relationship, the children also believe that it's their fault. And sometimes the couple forgives and stays together because of the children. Me, I left. I took my kids with me. I didn't even care. You know, they're just going to have to, we're just going to have to talk about it. But that's me. Most of the time, there's children in the relationship, and then what, Amber? Yes. Um, unfortunately, if the couple is having marriage problems, there's cheating involved and, of course, arguing, then they should not stay together for the children. They're only going to make the whole situation worse. And children, believe it or not, some parents think, oh, the children won't know. They'll just think, you know, something happened with mom and dad and they're not living together anymore. Children know more than what parents give them credit for. Uh, they definitely know something is going on. Their mom and dad are fighting. You know, the father is off somewhere because he's having an affair. Or maybe it's the mother who's having an affair and she's off somewhere and not home with them. Um, sometimes I, I've noticed this over my career that sometimes unfaithfulness doesn't start to happen until children get involved, until the couple has children. Um, I am not sure if I can say this with accuracy, but some people do believe, some psychiatrists do believe that the change in the relationship and responsibilities now focusing on the children and not their own desires and needs causes unfaithfulness. I'm going to agree with that on, on my end because I do know that when you go into a relationship, and, and I watched this with my daughter. She's going to kill me. But I watched this with my daughter and how her and her boyfriend spent all their time together and laughing and giggling and going to movies, going to the park, going out to eat. And then she gets pregnant and has her first child and all that changes. This is the first time he's ever, like, cheated on her. This is the first time he's ever, like, felt like he wasn't getting attention. And I always sit there and tell her he needs a mommy, not a girlfriend, because I do feel like they lose that attention that you give them. And that could be a man no longer receiving attention or a woman no longer receiving attention. A lot of reasons why women can't be with men who already have kids because all that attention goes toward the children and not them. And as people, we need love and attention. We crave it and affection. And when we don't get that, we go seek it out. And so I think that having children to where now all your attention is on the children, it does make it harder to receive that attention that you once had. So I can definitely agree with that. And Amber, I can't tell you how many psychic readings I have done where people have told me this exact same thing right here where they say, I'm only staying till my child's 18, or I'm only staying till the kids go to college, and then I'm leaving. And I think to myself, why would you spend five, six plus years of your life waiting for your child to grow up in a miserable relationship? But Amber, what do you say to those people that say, I'm just staying for the children? Well, you're not doing your children any favors by staying, because 
they know that you're not happy. They know there is nothing in your marriage. Mom and dad are not happy together, and it makes the children unhappy. Children need a stable, calm environment. And if you're only staying in the marriage for the children, then it's the wrong thing to do, in my opinion. The children need love, support, a stable environment where there's no fighting. And you can leave. The children can understand. They'll be unhappy depending upon what age they are. If they're young, you can explain to them in a way that they'll understand that mom and dad still love you very much, but we just cannot live together anymore. And the children will be unhappy for a while, but they will understand, especially if they're older. Okay, so let's get to older because this is the last phase I want to talk about. Let's get to the older part of it. My mother, Amber, is 75. She has been in and out of her current relationship, which is my adopted father, and they've been together for 50-plus years. And he's cheated on her on and off throughout the whole marriage, and she always looks for that proof to leave. Well, she has gotten proof several times, and she still stays. So, And I tell her, you know, why do you stay? And she tells me, because I'm too old to start over. So what do you tell somebody that literally just stays in the situation they're in 50 plus years because they say, I'm too old to start over. I'm too old to date again. There's nothing keeping them there, Amber. There's no children. They, they may have a dog, but what, what keeps somebody there? I mean, how can you forgive somebody over and over and over to where it just becomes the norm? Well, here's the thing, T. Um, when you're at that age, sometimes they stay because it is the world they only know. Maybe it's out of the uncomfortableness of the unknown. If, he, if she leaves him, she's going to have to get her own place. Maybe she doesn't want to be all alone. Sometimes uh, a person at uh, her age stays because it's the devil you know. She's so used to it by now that she doesn't know any other way. And maybe, just maybe, she loves him no matter what he does to her, no matter how much he lies to her, no matter how much he treats her poorly. I can't say about their relationship, but I've never seen it before, but I don't know how he really treats her in private. But if that is all she knows, maybe that's why she stays. It's hard to say, and it's a very sad situation. That makes sense, because it is all she's ever known. They've been married straight out of high school. So it's, it's literally all she's ever known. So that makes sense. Sense. Me, I, I guess I'm just more independent and driven than that. You know, I just, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't put up with it. I, I just, I wouldn't do it. And that's probably why I've been married so many times and have so many children. Just because, you know, I'm quick to say, mm -mm, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? But that's because, you know, you can only take so much. And I think I've been hurt to the point to where I, everybody I'm with is walks a very thin line from, like, day one. I'm just waiting. Just wait. Just, just, just try me. You know what I'm saying? And I shouldn't stay on that level because that's not a very good level to live by. But 
I think when it comes forward, does forgiveness mean forgotten? I feel like that when I walk away from a situation, I can definitely forgive the situation, but I cannot forgive that person. And it always stays there that they've hurt me, and they always wear that badge. And then it's like, can it mean forgotten? I, I try to move on, and I try not to think about it and talk about certain situations, but I can't ever forget. I think the biggest problem is when somebody says, I forgive you and take them back. Should forgiveness mean forgotten, Amber? Should you never bring up that situation to your partner ever again because it's just going to cause argument? Is Does that what forgiveness means is that you have to forget what happened? Absolutely not. Forgiveness does not mean forgotten. However, if you're going to stay with a person who, let's say, cheated on you, and down the line, you keep bringing it up, you keep bringing it up, keep bringing it up. It means you have not fully forgiven. Um, because how are you supposed to move on if you keep bringing it up, you keep living in the past? You cannot. If you're going to forgive this person, of course it's not a, you know, get out of jail free card. Of course not. You don't have to forget what happened. But you also need to not live in the past if you want to continue with a relationship with this person. So what would your advice be for women or men that love that person and want to truly forgive them but cannot stop bringing it up and feel like they don't know if they'll ever get to a point to where they can stop bringing it up and eventually it's going to lead them to break up? What advice would you give them? This is a, probably a very harsh advice. But if they keep bringing it up and they're still living in the past, that relationship will never, ever move forward because you're not moving forward. Obviously, this person has hurt you so much that you cannot move past the situation. So therefore, you probably should just leave it alone and not continue on dating this person until you yourself are ready to move on. Standing in the cold and the frozen wind I'm leaving you behind but it's not the end No, no, no Walking on the plane as I hold my breath It's gonna be a week till I breathe again No, no